The International PharmaTalks podcast is powered by ELS Solutions Group. If you would like to engage directly with ELS Solutions and receive advisory from regulatory, distribution, or pipeline in international business, please visit elssolutions.com.br slash en. Welcome to the International Pharma Talks podcast. I'm your host, Diogo Souza Martins, and in this podcast, we will dive deep into the world of healthcare international business, where you will learn strategies and action plans to help you navigate through your internationalization program and achieve the best results. Welcome to episode 10. In this episode, I will talk about mergers and acquisitions in healthcare firms. During this episode, I will describe how smart inorganic investments drive healthcare firms to achieve sustainable success. Stay tuned over the next minutes and please continue to send over your comments and suggestions. Those are very valuable in better addressing your needs. Mergers and acquisitions is a general term used to describe the consolidation of companies or assets through different types of financial transactions, such as mergers, acquisitions, consolidations, tender offers, purchase of assets, and even management acquisitions. The term M&A also refers to the death-set financial institutions that deal in such activity or those from boutique firms. Mergers and acquisitions are often used interchangeably, although in actually they hold slightly different meanings. When one company takes over another entity and establishes itself as a new owner, the purchase is called an acquisition. From a legal standpoint, though, the target company ceases to exist, the buyer absorbs the business, and the buyer's stock continues to be traded while the target company's stock ceases to trade. On the other hand, the merger describes two firms of approximately the same size, or something like that, who joins forces to move forward as a single new entity rather than remain separately owned and operated. This action is known as merger of equals. Both company stocks are surrendered and new company stock is issued in its place. Globalization and intensity of economic competition have been exerting enormous pressure on companies in all industrial economical sectors to be in constant search of new strategic advantages and new opportunities for strategic expansion. This has led to the rise and proliferation of the multinational enterprise, or in other words, an enterprise that has expanded its operations abroad in the form of foreign direct investments. In the 90s, the fall of the Soviet Union and the opening up of the Central and Eastern European countries, as well as their transition to market economies, created a particularly favorable area for international expansion of multinational corporations and the rise of foreign direct investment in these economies. On the other hand, Transition reforms, mainly privatization of previously state-owned enterprises, have opened up opportunities for the establishment of foreign direct investment projects in the form of cross-border mergers or even acquisitions of existing enterprises. Whether one calls the phenomenon like a foreign 
privatization or even cross-border M&As, it has been a major component of transformation, although it could have played a bigger role than the ones assigned to it by special political constraints. M&A involved companies in the same sector with closely related markets and capabilities that from outside at least looked very similar in terms of services they delivered. The objective of M&A was not to diversify into new business sectors or even technologies. Instead, M&A activity was in the beginning used as a means by which companies could seek to augment or strengthen the capabilities that they already have. M&A initially appeared as well to provide and transfer resources and capabilities to improve the competitive performance of the acquirer or the acquired business. M&A has been used to gain access to new resources and marketing capabilities in a bid to develop the global marketing presence deemed necessary to compete in today's pharmaceutical market. But M&A was also seen as a means of acquiring new related products and product pipelines, especially in a context where companies face important issues of patent expiry. For instance, in the case of different pharmaceutical companies, I won't say the name, or weak product pipelines. Those who are skeptical about the benefits of this wave or pharmaceutical M&A argue that these cost savings have been bought at a heavy price in terms of disruption to ongoing business activities and the breakup of drug discovery teams. Equally, M&A was also seen as a means of transferring R&D capabilities, which as uh, in different companies was the major way why the acquirer bought the uh, acquiree. Achieving a dynamic strategy through the creation or combination of capabilities can sometimes prove to be extremely difficult. If strategy is a craft and emerges through action, then in the case of M&A, the crafting and action occurs during the post-merger integration process. Considerable or significant management attention may have been paid to selecting an appropriate integration approach and planning the implementation stage. In part, the nature of these integration management challenges can be explained by the causally ambiguous nature of capabilities. Resource-based theory, one of the classical uh, strategies explanations, has almost always focused on the implications of causal ambiguity as a barrier to the trading of capabilities in markers. Acquirers may audit shareholders, Thus, the key question from a resource-based perspective is whether the M&A process, the resources, capabilities, innovation, performance and technology management practices of the acquired business, but the acquirer will typically have to rely on the outcome measures that may indicate little about the nature and operation of these capabilities that underpin such activities. Formal analysis on the complementarities or similarities of capabilities does not provide a fully adequate basis for their successful integration.
Are you considering entering in an international market and want to have real sales and market knowledge given by experienced local professionals? Are you seeking the best regulatory process to enter in that market and want to have your product or operation licensed by the regulatory agencies? Are you looking for the best distributors in that specific market and want to interview a pre-qualified distributor shortlist in one, two, two days without traveling all the country? Do you need import, warehousing, invoicing, customer service or logistics help to put your product in that market? Do you seek for pipeline or M&A opportunities in that market? Please contact us at ELS Solutions Group, a true local company in Latin America markets and Europe. Visit us at elssolutions.com.br slash en. Thus, this so-called causal ambiguity may cause suboptimal redeployment of resources within the combining perfect information that can influence the character of the integration process. Decisions are made under considerable time pressures. The evaluation, for instance, of R&D projects following one case of the Glaxo Welcome merger was completed within a month and key decisions on the future shape of R&D activities uh, in companies such uh, as another company research center were completed sometimes more than a year after the merger. These time pressures reinforce this type of social process that act upon management decisions. We should also emphasize is that post-merger changes to routines, alterations to organizational context, or even the loss of key individuals can change considerable implications for the functioning of capabilities. Social and tacit nature of capabilities and the routines that underpin them mean that they can be highly sensitive to change and change can undermine organizational performance. Capabilities depend upon team effort, but M&A can be distracting and demotivating for staff within those teams. Post-merger reorganization can threaten jobs and lead to the loss of important staff who take redundancy packages or are lured away by competitors. M&A can even cause culture clashes and intra-organizational battles between competing business and executives. Therefore, merged organizations may take time to learn and especially unlearn those behaviors that are necessary for the effective function in the new organization and its capabilities. This presents even another challenge for the acquirer because if it is the creation of teams and the willingness of staff to work together that determines the scale and effectiveness of knowledge transfer between the target and the acquirer, issues of unlearning and inertia remind us that unlike most other resources, knowledge is not necessarily at the beck and call of management. The acquiring company is in the heads of individuals and in the, in the working relationships within teams, and this highlights one of the major challenges of post-acquisition management. Namely, if skilled people choose to leave the merged organization or remain within it but choose not to cooperate, 
there is precious little that they time that their new employer can do about it. Attention in M&A tends to focus on the physical assets of a merger and pays too little attention to the intangible assets represented by the intellectual capital of employees and teams of employees. In conclusion, we began by noting that there is a growing recognition within resource-based theory that M&A can play an important role in strategy. There are studies that have emphasized that M&A may present opportunities for redeployment of capabilities either to or from the target, but they have paid little attention to the challenges presented by such redeployment, nor the post-merger management of capabilities more broadly. Literature has significantly suggested that the transfer of capabilities through the market for corporate control can present significant management challenges. The relative strength and potential of capabilities can be difficult to evaluate, not least because they are by their nature causally ambiguous, and the evaluation process that underpins integration decisions is often undertaken quickly and with imperfect information. The context-dependent and social character of capabilities means that their performance can be sensitive to changes in an organizational context. Equally, the combination of two distinctive and formally independent organizations can present challenges of learning, unlearning, and institutional inertia that can in turn undermine the effective performance of particular capabilities. M&A-related cost savings may have achieved a short-term boost to profitability, but there is a great deal of skepticism as to whether M&A has created the dynamic synergies that can provide a platform for future business growth. There is little doubt, though, that M&A can present opportunities to strengthen established capabilities and even to accumulate new capabilities, but acquirers also have to accept that the particular character of capabilities means that their creation of combination through M&A can be a messy and imperfect process. A good deal of the value that emerges from M&A is based on the ability of acquirers to manage integration and make the best of serendipitous linkages between the acquired business and its new parents. The tacit context-dependent and causally ambiguous nature of capabilities means that their creation or combination cannot be pre-planned with any great certainty and realization of value from MA from emerges through the incremental and experimental actions of management. Please do consult your M&A boutique advisory firm for outstanding opportunities that may arise in the short term. Check to be consult when doing the deal since there's much more to it than simply the transaction desire. If not planned carefully, M&A can easily pass from a lifetime deal to a lifetime nightmare. Thank you for joining us on this episode of International Pharma Talks podcast. For more episodes and to subscribe, rate and leave a review, please direct to iTunes or Spotify. If you wish to develop your international program or to register or distribute your products in another market, please consult elssolutions.com.br/en.